guys, welcome back to the Ladder Dodder Radio podcast. Um, episode 23 this year, I think. 23? I think so. Um, that's what I've got it down as anyway. Um, but yeah, we've just been to Fulham away. Um, just got back on the minibus, um, so we're recording this after the game. Um, but we're just going to talk about our first trip to Fulham. Um, you know, all about that and in your first trip, obviously. Um, and then like memories of going there and like sort of talk about the season and then obviously we'll end it on um, what's coming up for the rest of the season so um, and then we'll talk about today as well obviously in the first bit so uh, yeah um, went down on the minibus this morning uh, half eight I think it picked us about quarter past eight um, <clears throat> it was a long trip down raining all the way there got to London it was nice and sunny which it normally is, um, roasting hot. Yeah, I mean, forget really the end of the season is um, still quite a few games to go. How many games to go? Six. Six, six, seven, six, six in six the Premier League. And like, it's made tomorrow. So usually the season's, you know, you're down to the last sort of two or three games maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I that's remember, what unique about this season. Right? I mean, going back to sort of Fulham, the first time I go into Fulham, but, you know, we weren't, what, 1984 it was, um, 22nd of December, we 2-0 up at half-time, we ended up losing 3-2, typical City I'd say, but you go back to them that era in the 80s, and the, the cup final was usually the first or second week of May, and that was the end of the season. So your last league games, really, you have like Bank Holiday May weekend, which it is tomorrow. It's Bank Holiday in England tomorrow. That was like your last week of games and maybe your last game was like next Saturday. And yeah. then the, the week after was the cup final, which was on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, that's what's unique now, about this that season. Deep yeah. into the season, the FA Cup final is going to be in June. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably the first time ever. In fact, last week or the week before, there were celebrating City's 120 years or however is it 121 years since we first won the FA Cup which was April uh, and it even we've even got the programme from 1969 last 1-0 um, and that's an April date on the pr- cover of the programme yeah. so from the 60s into the 70s into the 80s now into the, two, the 2020s you know Cup finals are going, the season's just horrendous. It's yeah, but it's only unique this year because of the World Cup. So, you well, know, it is, but it's I mean, getting it's later and later all the time because yeah, of international yeah. football and stuff like but that. You, but I mean, now they can't play on bank holidays. You used yeah. to have like two games. You'd have a get Saturday game and a, a Monday game. Now they need three days in between the game. But yeah, going back to Fulham, I mean, with going to Fulham, you know, Craven Cottage, probably one of the most picturesque grounds in, in England, you know, right on the bank side of the town, From the even fun. though we didn't see the the, 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 the front. Today. You used to be able to, that new stand. Well, you could from the stand, yeah, they put a new stand up there. There was a few people in either end of it, nobody in the middle of it. You could see a few journalists and maybe the TV commentators in, in the middle of the stand at the back. I mean, it's going to be one... One nice stand, I mean, not before time, but like someone said to me, um, stood next to me, it sort of ruined the ground a little bit because it was like a nice old-fashioned ground. But it's a bit weird at that end, isn't it? I mean, I remember going to that end, that 3-2 game, um, Gordon Davis 
was probably their main striker in the eighties. He actually came to play for us in the late late later eighties, um, with quite a name as a, a prolific goal scorer. Mm. Did quite well for did quite well for us, but um, and how did you get there again? On but the yeah, they've been on the train now. So I remember getting off at Putney Bridge, um, and I can't remember. I think that might have been a, a train to Euston, then a tube to Putney Bridge. But you get off at Putney Bridge, a nice walk down the river to the ground, and in them days, now it's a covered stand, which used to be a neutral, bit of a neutral end. But in in them days, in the eighties, it, it was just an open terrace. Yeah. I remember it. I remember going off. You know, Alex Williams played really well that day. I think. I think he was in the team. Yeah. And somehow we contrived to lose from a two-nil half-time position. So in them days, was it the same as what it is now in terms of like the yeah like the, the ground on, on the bus exactly the same. But on the bus on the bus they were saying like there must be like the most middle-class club in England and well I mean you know well, like it's very no it's very nice and. You know, like, there's no trouble, like, you're not walking around going, oh, my God, someone's going to hit me, or, oh, we need to be quiet here. Yeah. You know, there is a few of them, but, you know, like, most of the crowd are, like, foreigners and tourists, and you get the vibe that, you know, they're very nice people. Well, well, it, it, very it's, West London, it's West London and the area, like you say. The, well, you the say areas. West London, but West London, but Chelsea are in there. Yeah, Chelsea's just head down the road. Fulham haven't got yeah, that kind yeah. of tie with it. No, Fulham, they've always been a nice set of fans, I think, like you say. I mean, the area, as we're walking down the street from the bus, like, say, we're looking at the houses there, and, like, if you, you know, probably a lot of the UK politicians live in that area. You know, you see them when they're on the news coming out of the houses. Yeah, but, like, you listen to the stories of Chelsea, when you went to Chelsea, it's like, all the headhunters and this and this and that and the other. But when you go to Fulham, you know, you're not saying, oh, we got off at Putney Bridge. Yeah, a different class. You know, you had, like, a different... Did you have a police escort in those days? Um... Probably did, but yeah. but you did at Chelsea and you did at West yeah, Ham, yeah, and you did yeah. at Millwall. Yeah, and you did yeah, you would have had police in in them days, but yeah, the Fulham, like you say, just a, a nice sort of friendly club. I mean, it, you look at the area it is, like say West London, more affluent area of London, and that new stand they've just built. Apparently, I've seen the the season ticket price for just a normal seat, not corporate, it's like twelve hundred quid, mm. which is scandalous. And they and they were. I think they were the first club a couple of years ago to actually charge a hundred pound for a match ticket. Oh, full for a game, yeah, mm. yeah, which is a bit scandalous, really. That you know. I mean, the cottage looks nice, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it, and it's always been there. I mean, <coughs> I mean, I remember Fulham looking at the the eleven v eleven results. We didn't play them from. I think last time we played them was nineteen sixty eight, and then we didn't play them in the second till we went down in second division eighty three. Mm. You know what I mean? So. You know, there was a bit of a gap there and just before my time of watching United Liverpool in the, the FA Cup final in 77, Fulham um, were in the FA Cup final in 1975 and Bobby Moore was playing. He'd moved from West Ham to there. And there's famous footage of, YouTube footage of um, RX player Rodney Marsh and uh, George Bass playing for Fulham. Mm. Yeah, I remember as a kid getting the, you know, um, Shoot magazine having pictures of George Best in a Fulham kit. Mm. You know, I remember him more from there than I do from United. <laughs> you know, and, and Rodney Marsh, I remember him. Well, they, they, famously, I think it was probably a clip on YouTube somewhere where they tackled each other in the game while playing for Fulham. Mm. But I don't even know if Fulham were They must have been in the second division in them days. Yeah. And the TV footage, again, like you say, you only really see Premier League um, games on Match of the Day, but Match of the Day in them days, I'd 
second division games on, sometimes maybe even third division games if it was a big game in the country. It yeah. wasn't always like the top division that they were showing. Yeah. But yeah, Fulham, it's always been one of the nicest places to go. Yeah. I don't remember my first relax. visit to Fulham, actually. Hey? I don't remember my first visit to Fulham. Um, I remember... Again, there was a, the Kevin Keegan was manager there when they came up. They sort of bounced around a couple of divisions. I don't think they, I don't they think did I go went. down to the third division. I, I don't think I went until we actually won the league. Did we play him in no, we, we we did go. We went as well, a family. We, you, um, Adam, your brother used to play baseball for Manchester Baseball Club, and we ended up in the final four, which was usually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember in, that. in a September it was usually you played the season until the schools broke up and then in September they played the final four and we were playing Fulham um, again just looking at the results I remember it was a two-all draw and when you go through these results the two-all draw there was it wasn't too that must have been 08 or the year before when did they get was that when they got to the Europa League Europa Cup final European Cup final. It might have been there. I mean, there's one there where they played the two all in 2003, but I think we'd not, um, you'd not, weren't playing baseball then. I think it was a later one. The next two all draw there was 2009, which seems probably more. Yeah, but was that when they got, wasn't that when they got finger? To the, to the, yeah, it was around yeah. about that era. They got, they like got, say, to, the, they got at, to the Europa League Cup final. Look at the team, mate. You got Damien Duffy in there. Clint what was it called then? UEFA Cup. You got to the UEFA Cup final, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. They had a loss to uh, Aguero. Aguero. Athletic Aguero's Atletico Madrid, yeah. That must have been the year then. That must have been yeah. that year. Yeah, it was around about, around about that era. So that was my first trip to Wembley, to Fulham then. But my first memories of Fulham was when we went, did we go in the year that we won the league? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that year, we, we when they came out, the Felix and everyone, they had the bath, didn't they? Remember? Yeah. They robbed that yeah, bath yeah, out yeah, of yeah, the yeah. garden, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And they were walking yeah. round. Yeah. You look there, there was. <laughs> I always remember eight that. It's the 18th of September, to, to 2011, Aguero scored twice. Yeah. I remember. Cause, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Had the, uh, I, I bought the Aguero shirt. I don't always buy a shirt with like a t-shirt with his face on it mm. and it has number 16 on it which is unusual because yeah. everyone thinks he's number 10 but yeah. like you pointed out when he scored that goal in was 2011 16, he was number 16 well uh, yeah. yeah I do remember that game because of that bath and we yeah. got the coach there um, and it, it's not a bad journey really to Fulham I don't think well it's just off the quite nice. the, M, the M40 don't you down through Hammersmith and it's it's a bit of a similar run to Chelsea because it yeah. is it's not far from and then Chelsea. did did you remember that as well that Fulham was the first time that they offered free travel one year yeah because when they were the, yeah the, the Premier League the, the Premier League made them um, made all the clubs they wanted to keep away fans going because clubs are pricing people out. I think we missed a couple of Fulham games because it went to 60, 70 quid and that's over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So God knows what the equivalent price is now. But um, yeah, so they, they give they give free travel to everybody wants to go, didn't they? I remember yeah. that. Remember that. I've and got then, a picture um, of it on me. And what the, what the league decided to do was sort of say, 
we will just charge everyone 30 quid so now all the way tickets are 30 pound but yeah, yeah Stoke did it didn't they they give free travel to nearly everyone yeah. in but game. I think ours was ours was that Fulham game yeah and I can't remember yeah, what yeah. year that was yeah let me try and do a dive on the Instagram yeah right yeah because there was um, like you say there was a two all draw but that that other one might have been um, like you say 2007 we drew three all at Fulham it wasn't then, it was, it was, it was after that we won the league. No, but I'm trying to think of the one where we did the, the baseball, because you played baseball at, near Richmond. Yeah, I remember the hotel, it, yeah. And then we came, we came from Richmond there. Um, we'd stayed overnight. You played in the semi-finals on the Saturday and the City game was on the Sunday, so... You didn't, you didn't win in the semi-final, so you played in the first game in the morning. So the baseball game was over by dinner time. Then we just drove down the road from there to Fulham Parks up the other side of the river, walked across the bridge to watch the game and then went home later on. But um, like you say, the, the years just do fly by. Looking at this 11 v 11, Fulham haven't beat us since now, 2009. It's 12th of April 2009, and they beat us 3-1 at, at the Etihad. But the fact, the other famous game with Fulham was when we were, yeah, we were 2-0 two, two up, yeah, in 2014 there, you've got the half price tickets. For season card holders. But, um, yeah, the famous one at the Etihad was um, when they had Hodgson as manager, and they were 2-0 down, they were getting relegated. They came back and beat us 3-2. Three o'clock kickoff, Putney End, Saturday the twenty first of December it was, two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. yeah. What score was like it? Like you say, what, two thousand and thirteen December. The December one. Four two. Yeah. Beating four two. Yeah, yeah, company, now that's Milner. Twenty five thousand yeah. there. But I go going back to that, there's not there's no game stats of the uh, game in nineteen eighty four. It wasn't the first season we were relegated. Um, we drew there you go they beat us 5-1 at Fulham but the 3-2 one that I think I remember it was 6,847 there so that's how low the crowd was mm. 6,847 yeah now today I don't know what the attendance was today but going back last year or last time we played them in well, yeah, 2023, it's on already. Yeah, the attendance today, we've got an attendance. Uh, didn't say they didn't actually announce it either. No, but they, I, but they, 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 they don't they, always announce it. But the away end there then, because obviously today but, we've, um, we've been we've been down today. Obviously we've won we've won two, we've won two one. Yeah. Um, so the the attendance today obviously we 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 can find find that out, but. The atmosphere today was a little bit different because normally they don't have segregation at Fulham. That's what Alex kept saying to me. We don't have segregation here. And then he went to his seat and he was sat right next to the segregation. And uh, he said there was a United. Yeah, we, he I, said we, there was we, a guy. We, we was next to it. There was he one. said there was a guy sat there with a United shirt on in, in, the, in, in, the, the, in the Fulham end. And he said he was waving it in front of everyone. But you, you wouldn't normally get that. Now, if you've ever been to Fulham, um, you'll know it's like a, a neutral stand and people just mix and you know when you go in the turnstile it says home home and away which is probably the only one in the country 
he's probably the only one in Yeah, because we, we went in, in we walked from the other end, didn't we? We walked, if you come off the train, you walk sort of through the parts of the, 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 city, the city end or the away end, but we'd walk, because of where the minibus part, we walked the other way, sort of in front of their main stand. And then went in the first few turnstiles and there were no real stewards there checking you, were there? No. But a bit further along you could see there was a lot more stewards because obviously they're expecting city fans to come from that way. But when you go in, you go in behind the end of the goal, walk up like the ramp past the cottage and then you go behind the stand and it's just a bit of a free-for-all with all yeah, sorts yeah. of people walking up and down there. Yeah. And it does get quite packed. I mean, I was walking in today and some guy said, he said, it's like a bloody... Uh, well, they call them the, uh, like a music festival, everyone here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone was had beers in their hand, the sun was shining, quite warm. It's quite a good atmosphere it. when you go in there and you go, you're underneath the stand and yeah, but it's people weird, do it? like it. The turnstiles and you walk underneath the stand and there's like, um, the away fans are like right at the far end. You think they put turnstiles at the opposite end of the stand. But you so can't you come in that the, way. Because that's where the Michael Jackson statue used to be as well, didn't it? No, around the other side of the corner. Was it on the, on the opposite on the other corner, yeah. But well, that, that was, that was virtually it. overlooking the river, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. that's in the National Football Museum now at, yeah. uh, in Manchester. But yeah, the fact when... If fire, anyone doesn't know, it's the, the owner just decided to have a statue made of Michael Jackson. Yeah, Mohammed Fayyad, wasn't he, when yeah. he was Princess yeah. Diana's sort of boyfriend sort of dad, the owner of Harrods, when he was the chairman of uh, Fulham, he, he put a bit of a gaudy statue of Michael Jackson. That was, just weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just, just like, really I think weird. it's in the museum now. I think he did that till we go to a game there. He did that till we go to a game there. Maybe that point. was what it was. Because obviously he must have been friends with Well, he's not, well, I'm not being disrespectful, but the, it's probably like one of them teams where people think, like Fulham, like what, not like what is... Fulham, but you don't really hear of people talking about Fulham. Like Millwall have got the violence, West Ham have got the violence, and do you know what I mean? Like you got teams that have got like a bit of identity. I wouldn't know what Fulham's identity is other than middle class. If you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've never really learned about Fulham, and there was a lad who went college. He was a Fulham fan, and I was like, "Why have you chose Fulham?" And he's like, "Well, they're just a nice club, and I like that they wear white." And I was like. Yeah, I don't know, it's a bit, bit weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but then, but then I always remember him when I was growing up, I always remember him getting to that, you know, your wafer cup final. Yeah. So they, they, they have been a good team, but yeah, Fulham I mean, just there's, there's a statue be, outside for um, Johnny Ains, one of the ex England player from, I think, the, like the 50s, you know, yeah. one of them, like Billy Wright, Johnny Ains, you know, them, yeah, yeah, players, yeah. Tom Finney. I'm not saying you haven't had them. But yeah, what they, I'm they are quite just, a historical quote. But yeah, I mean, are, over the what, over the years, what I'm saying is, is like you don't really people wouldn't understand the identity yeah. of Fulham. I don't think. Well, City haven't played a lot of games against them, to be honest. The first game is was 1908. Well, the, uh, the thing is about Fulham. Up. The thing is about the ground. Don't you think it's a little bit like Watford? Um, In terms of like the, the atmosphere, the the. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's, say what for the nice friendly club. That's what I mean, but it's not it's, like it's, you know, not, it's not intimidating. It's not an in, intimidating ground. That I don't. Get but also, like I feel like understands when you get a song going, the stand allows it to sound good as well. It yeah, doesn't leave because well, obviously it's an old fashioned stand. The stand is sort of temporary, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I remember it being like a, a, a proper 
terrace, you know, a standing yeah. terrace with, you know, crushed barriers on it. I don't, I don't, I mean, 6,000 there, there was probably hardly any of us there. But, um, you know, it wasn't part of any stretch of the imagination. But now, it is like a temporary stand. It is like, um, you know, like, like the Gene Kelly stand used to be, even though it's covered. Yeah. You know, you can stamp your feet and make a noise. Yeah, you could, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. It's a, well, uh, what did you think of the atmosphere today? Because I thought it was a bit flat. And then when we got that goal, it was flat when we started. Then when we got that goal, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, we scored right. after. We got a penalty and after then, like a minute. Uh, and then... And then and then when they scored, it went flat again. Yeah, it went And I don't know if you then. heard me at the back, I was kept singing. There was a few people singing, there was a kid singing. And then there was a few people on the other side. But what I said to the lad next to me, I said, you can feel how tense it went when they when they equalised. But I said, like you just said there, we've got six games left. So if you're feeling that now, yeah, we're going to be feeling know. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I was a bit like, well, just relax and enjoy because we've got to enjoy these moments that's what Pepper be saying yeah you've got, you, to, you've got to live through these experiences well, well you have you've got to live through it but you've also like Pep also I like the word he always uses you've got to suffer sometimes and yeah. like you say when City go one up early on for me and it's one of the things it's a little bit annoying but it's hard not to City tend to well a lot of clubs do it they tend to sort of go well we're one up now we'll just we can just keep the ball and you allow the other team back into the game but say you know when they got that equaliser something out of nothing really mm. and uh, you know you're looking at the referee did, did he handball it the referee's pointing to his hip saying no he's not handballed it so the, but the you know but then that encourages us to go forward because I mean second half we had a couple of chances to score early on you know they did that minute's applause for the, the girl that died from Fulham and we'd kept the ball more or less for that minute and then Ireland nearly scored a copycat goal of Maris's from last week. Grealish knocks it across, Ireland hits it low and hard and keeper saves it. Then Alvarez has a chance a few minutes later and then we sort of for about 10 minutes don't really create anything and then we just, in, you know, Grealish has a bit of a set two with our player, the crowd get up and be, make it as intimidating yeah, as make it under the could, cost, yeah. could be. We were under the cost a little bit and we not hanging on, but we're just trying to control the game, which is always dangerous if you do. Slip you up. know, Edison made a bit of a mistake bumping into um, DR, I think. Nearly yeah. gifted him a, an equaliser, but it's. Well, that's why it we've is, got. It, it is them games, you are stressful, but being top of the league and, or, you know, fighting for titles all the time and cup fights. That's where it's got to be, isn't it? It is going to be tense. But we've just got to get get through these games step by step. So obviously we've only got three three away games left, mm. and we've got a semi final in Madrid that you're going to, and then yeah. also we've got United in the FA Cup final, and then obviously if we make it to the Champions League final, we've got the Champions League. Well, final. I mean, people are talking about you know mentioning the T word, the treble already, but when you go back to last season, Liverpool had already secured the League Cup. They were in the FA Cup final by this time. They were they'd qualified for the Champions League final and they were battling with us on the last day of the season to win the league. Yet we're, we're still six games from winning the league or getting to the final day of the league. We're not in the Champions League final yet. So to talk of the treble, the only thing we can do really at the moment is stop United doing a cup double and United can stop us winning one trophy at the moment. They're the only things that can that will happen 
winning the league yet is not over. No. Um, and neither is winning the Champions League because we're not even through the semi-final. People are talking about that Real Madrid, oh, the way we lost last year, we've just got to turn up to beat them. But no. anything can happen with them. They, you know, I mean, it was ironic today that the actual guy who scored for Fulham called Viniscus, mm. which is out of premonition. Yeah. Yeah, last week, you know, um, Real Madrid lost to Girona City's yeah. one of the City's clubs. And Pep was pitching Tat- Tat- this week. Tati Castellanos <laughs> from ex New York City scored four goals. Mm. So if Girona play, I presume Girona play a similar style to us, because I think they're trying to implement a passing style through the whole of the City Group teams. I mean, I do follow all the City Group no. teams on. No, you got it wrong there. Line. Not passing style. It's play to the principles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not passing style. Yeah, whatever, however you, you sound want to like you're on, it. No, you sound like you're on Sky. The principles. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Pep's doing now. Johan Cruyff had principles. Yeah, so if, if his principles of the Jerome side... City group. I mean, I don't actually watch the teams. I just follow the results. And, you know, usually most of the teams are doing, are doing quite well in their respective leagues. And Girona, you know, if they do play that style, you know, they beat Madrid comfortably 4-2 in the end mm. but again it's Madrid playing La Liga game against uh, Girona, mid-table Girona and playing a Champions League game against Manchester City yeah. two different two different animals yeah, yeah, Real yeah. Madrid in the yeah. Champions League totally totally different well like I say we've got a long journey to the end of the season so there's still a lot, a lot to do obviously you know we've enjoyed doing the podcasts and obviously you keep doing them when you go away on your own as well and you know we've had a bit of a hard time I've, I've not really been going to that many games abroad but you've done it with Martin and, and obviously you'll do one for Madrid I think Martin's yeah, going with you to Madrid isn't he so yeah, well I'm, I'm meeting him there but but the thing is so, so obviously you'll go through it there there'll be more podcasts coming later on um, Adam's going to Brighton uh, midweek Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, hopefully I, we get to, yeah. to Brentford as well, and, and I, hopefully as, we get to the end of the season and just manage the injuries over time. So. Yeah, as the season progresses, you know, I'm I'm now thinking I don't really want to miss anything. You, you don't really want to miss any games, but obviously, I mean, I'm a lot older, um, you know. So being younger, you know, when you'd start, you'd, you know, we buying houses, starting your family, I don't. I don't know how some of these youngsters are affording to go. I mean, we've had the season ticket rise. Um, you know, we've had an email from City saying season ticket renewals. We've not even finished the season yet. I mean, yeah. Peter Swales used to do it years ago. Everyone used to laugh and he'd put a thing out in the programme in February, you know, <laughs> buy your season ticket early, save a few quid just because that's how desperate the club were for your money. But these days, they don't need, they don't, they don't mm. really need your money. And, you know, we're being told on one hand with social media and the press that cost of living is going sky high for everyone throughout the world. You know mm. what I mean? And then City are putting prices up. But yeah. then, you know, they, they don't really need the match day revenue as such. I mean, I, I, I don't know how long £30 away tickets are going to last. My argument to that is they do need it. Because every, every, as Tesco says, every little helps. Well, they do, they so do, they do, do that, they but do I mean, a lot of people are talking like... They do need it. You can't just let everyone in for free. Yeah, but a lot of people are saying, 
now you can't just let boycott, everyone in for free. boycott the club and don't buy anything in the club so you know are people going to cut the nose because I do feel sorry for them people you know if there's any list, people listening who have decided not to go anymore because they can't afford it and that's one thing I've always put on when, they don't send them very often now but they used to do the uh, surveys I'd always put don't price me and my kids out of coming to the football because I mean we took our granddaughter took me, you know, Adam, my brother and his, his daughter, the, my granddaughter, to the game against Leicester last week. You know, it cost 90 odd quid. Mm. You know, match day prices are, are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, right, it was last minute, it was Friday night. I wanted to, you know, they wanted to go to the game. It was a nice time for her to go. But, you know, £90 for a game of football, it, it just for two mm. people. Yeah, no. But the the thing is, like, you know, make it cheaper and all that. But at the end of the day, it's the price. Make make the corporate make corporate prices dearer. People who want to go and have a meal, entertain clients, and all that, make them. They subsidise the working class people. I mean, there was one point where you were saying you should be charging Sky because you generate the atmosphere. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, maybe that's what what I'm getting. Maybe we're getting a, a a sort of. Yeah, what, what what would you call it? like a discount on the, the away ticket price because we're going creating atmosphere because I think they're worried that I mean it's like at the Etihad isn't it you get teams who are coming now obviously the, you know they advertise like United for a dreams you know it's your day out once a year to go to a big club see the likes of in the day it was like Beckham and whoever else gigs and all them lot now the people are coming just to see Ireland I mean if you watch the highlights on the bus on the way back there, when Alvarez scores his goal, you see it ping in the top corner. There's a little kid in behind the stand in the, the Fulham end. It's, it's there and it's not a neutral bit. And he, he jumps up with both arms in the air now. Mm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and parents are saying that. You know, I was listening to radio the, uh, in the car yesterday. You know, one of the, this woman was, I don't know who it was, talking about the West Ham game and Crystal Park. And she said, oh, my son's a City fan. So these kids now watching football and going, I want to be Haaland, I want to be Grealish. And that's why we're buying these players. Well, Grealish is the Beckham of this generation. Yeah, he looks like it. And, and Haaland is like the Ronaldo or Messi and I mean, Mbappe, we, obviously. Well, we've not even mentioned exactly. Haaland and his goal scoring. I mean, 50 goals in a season, oh, yeah. 50 goals. I was joking at the beginning of the season when he was scoring the matrix, he'd get 80. He's not be far off. I mean, I, in my head, my record, the most goals in the season, Dixie Dean, 60. 66. Be well, it's, it, was, it was 60 league goals, and he's, I think he scored an extra three, so the actual total for an overall season is 63 in the English league. I didn't know that. But I mean, today he scored his 50th goal, and Pat has come out and said it's the first one even before Winston Churchill was Prime Minister but I thought I never heard that record but yeah apparently it's 50 goals in a in a season since 1931 Pogo or Pongo whatever he's called I don't know some player I've never heard of but I mean 50 goals in a season I mean Clive Allen got 49 Mm. and I mean it's just mind boggling to score that many goals Next, yeah. they'll be saying that penalties don't count. <laughs> well, I don't know. But yeah. the guy's just phenomenal. The yeah. guy's just an it animal, is. isn't it? It is. 
this is the start of his career whether he, he goes downhill from here or whether he goes like Ronaldo and goes even and again they're saying the same or people keep saying to him, oh when he goes to Madrid well, and I always say to him what like Aguero did and David Silva did and Yaya did you know none of them was going anywhere yeah. City, like you've always said City the best club you'll argue with anyone City's that's the big biggest, the, I'm not saying we're the biggest club what the, I say the, is that best we are club in the world no what I say is that we're on the same level as Bayern Munich Man United Juventus Real Madrid Barcelona Bayern Munich any one of them teams City are on the same level and people go well you're not because you haven't won the Champions League but I don't to know, be honest, I don't you know. rhyme off all them clubs that you just rhymed off there and City look like they're at the level above them now. The City have created the level above. All right, you'll get them people who might, I mean, they, they won't even be listening to this, but they go, oh yeah, you've done it by cheating or doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fair play, but... No, but also at the same time... Taking the fair the play time, rules, but you, you had to so, do that to get to that level because they, so, they weren't going to let you in. Well, the thing is, like... Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, all them teams I've just mentioned, if they get there with us in a game, they're more afraid of us than they, we are of them. Yeah, yeah, now, definitely. when we started in the Champions League and we played Napoli in that first game, yeah. it was well, like... Well, going it, to Bayern. Well, Bayern, yeah, the Bayern Munich one, it was like, oh my God, we're in Bayern minutes. Munich. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, we're going to Bayern Munich going, not we should be winning... But we've got a better ch- we've got the best chance of beating them. Well, I must admit, we I, went there I, and we beat you, you didn't go to Bayern, did you? But I went to Bayern, and I only really went because one, it was we went to the very first game. We'd not been to Bayern since we played them. Someone said today on the bus we played them two or three seasons on the bounce. Yeah. No, we didn't go to another one because again, you you went for them games, them grounds where you've not been, like Atletico Madrid last year and Lisbon again, and. Uh, it, I only I went to buy I wanted to go buying this time obviously because like, we'd not been for ten years but also because I, I thought we weren't going to get through this could be the last European game and then when we got Madrid I was hoping for Chelsea because it'd be cheaper <laughs> with with the travel but going to Madrid I don't really want to miss going to a semi final and I worked out the other day that when I go to Madrid in in a week on Monday it'll be um, at that game that's like. My third, my third time I've been to that ground, and that's the most in Europe I've, I've been. Third semi final, and that's the third semi final. Yeah, I didn't even go to the, the group games. Yeah, but the third semi final, and we played Madrid in all three semi finals. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the mental. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the, the third time lucky thing is we're playing them at home at last. Yeah, yeah, the two we've well, lost, we've got to have played yeah. away, so fingers crossed we can get through that game, but there's there's no guarantees. I mean, mm. we thought we'd beat Liverpool in Champions I always said, I fancy any English club would beat any English club over two legs, we mm. lost to Liverpool and then Spurs. You know, in Champions well, yeah, there's a long way to go in the season. Well, it, it is a long way to go, but again, it's... But it's something to get excited about. Keep, keep ticking along, Pep's just managing it brilliantly at the moment, so... But, so. yeah, um, so yeah, that... You know, we'll we'll end it there. And obviously, I think you want to go bed and um, yeah, try and recover for the next game. I don't know how the players do it, but I'm bumming knackered. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, all that traveling. Yeah, let's end it on that. So up the blues. Yeah, up the blues. <laughs>